When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 62 of Tales of Tamriel, a Dungeon Crawler Network production. Uh, we are not live today. We are doing a studio recording due to some crazy wives playing Vet DSA and aching tooths. That's me. I got the aching tooths. It hurts. I got a crazy wife. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but there it is. All right. Uh, let me introduce you to the host. I, of course, am jealous. You should know that already. If you don't, you don't listen to us enough. And she who just is amazing. <laughs> I am, aren't I? Th that would be Thais. Yes, I'm just, oh my gosh, I'm pregnant and glowing, but people don't know that the glowing is actually me just sweating really, really badly because it's really hot. Well, oh, guess just, just for you, Rax, I figured out what it is in Celsius. It is 21 degrees right now. 21 degrees. Me too. All I was gonna say is, you must be an Argonian because you know, stay moist. Yes. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> stay moist. All right. Also joining us, kind of hidden away in deep dark cave, trying to hide from the boisterous voice of his wife. That would be Estelian. How are you today? I'm doing good. Uh, quite freshening up being on the stream. I realized after last week that trying to be a tank and tailor at the same time in a dungeon and be on a stream is a terrible thing for conversation so. <laughs> i think people enjoyed it a lot we got quite a few comments already about that and uh i know your uh healing the life's bulwark build was uh had quite a few hits on it, it was quite popular so oh, that, that's a lot of fun to play i think he did really well yeah fish, like, better than i do <laughs> streaming and doing the show here all right also joining us special guest and guy who uh grinds with me all the time but we may end up getting a divorce from our pledge of mar by the end of this episode that would be rax how are you today rax yeah i'm pretty good mate uh and these 21 is not hot i still have long pants on <laughs> oh no 21 is 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 killer i i'm about to just run around outside naked flailing my arms in the air it's 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 way too hot. And 21 is like the high in winter here. <laughs> negative. This winter for us, it was negative 20 in, in your degrees there. So, yeah, it was it was really bad. So 21 for us is really well, for me, is really hot. Oh, I'm already podcasting topless. That's right. So much I'll, for the I'll be there soon. It's, it's gone. That's what happens. Oh, yeah. Tales of Tamara gets X rated. <laughs> Tales of Tamriel. I thought it was tit. After Tales of Tamriel. <laughs> Tales in Tamriel, that's right. All right, well, there we go, rabbit trailing again. But this episode is brought to you by awesome fans just like you guys and our newest Patreon supporter, Chad. So thank you so much, Chad, for your uh, patronage. It is very much appreciated. And, um, yeah, that's what it is. For anyone who is uh, not supporting Dungeon Crawler Network but wants to help us out, 
you could consider donating or becoming a patron of ours on our Patreon page. You can find the links to both of these on our website, DungeonCrawlerNetwork.com. If you're unable to support us financially, but still wish to support us, please be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube and our Twitch channels, leaving us a review on iTunes and telling a friend about us. All of those help us out so much and are all greatly appreciated. Now, before we get into the show, we did have a little something special that we wanted to do for our Patreon subscribers, and that was we were giving away a pig code. We'd said it last week, and we got a, a couple responses um, from our from our Patreon guys, except for Rax. Rax, you didn't submit a, a pig name. I, I already have a pig name, and That's I didn't want to win, it. <laughs> because I already obviously have the best pig name, which is, which is Shufflebottom. Shuffle bottom. Because I remember that's the pig that Azelos and I found out <laughs> when we were questing. <laughs> yes, there's a pig out there named Shuffle Bottom, and I went crazy over because I actually uh, sleeping into the real world a little bit. What I started laughing about it was there was a lady who used to work with me whose given or uh, married name was Shuffle Bottom. That cracked me up because a she married into it. It's not like she was born into it. Oh, your last name Shuffle Bottom. She married and knowingly name was Shufflebottom. And it cracked. It could have been worse. She could have become one of those hyphenated and it could have been like Jones hyphen Shufflebottom. (laughs) (laughs) I'd have liked that. That'd been pretty cool. All right. Well, since Thais is here, we we're going to read off our two responses. We got Um, Carly and Chad had two responses. So. Thais, why don't you go ahead and read those? Hi, from Carly. Just listened to your podcast this week and heard the Bristleback Pig segment. The name I would give my Bristleback is Gullenbursty, meaning golden bristles, after the golden boar of Norse mythology, the mount of the god Freyr. Though, if there's ever a pig boar male, I'll have to pop the name there instead and rename him to Hogfather or Hamlet. That's I, right. I actually like Hogfather. <laughs> <laughs> and from Chad, hey guys. This one would name the piglet in question, Flies Like a Brick. We all know the old axiom when pigs fly. Unfortunately, they don't do so well when tossed off the second floor of the Wayrest Inn. All right. Well, here, here's, a, here's the thing. I, I picked one of my favorites, but since this is a Dungeon Crawler Network giveaway, I think we're going to vote on it. Okay. All right. So we'll go around and everyone pick the person who you thought you liked best. So Thais, you first. See, I was, I, I kind of like flies like a brick, but he said this one, which means he's a Khajiit. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Carly. Carly? All right. All right. Is there one in particular that you liked? I liked Hogfather. Hogfather? <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, Steldian, good sir. It's got to be Hamlet, because that's quite funny. All right. Rax, why don't you go ahead and throw your vote in there as well? It's, it's going to be Hogfather. Hogfather? That is just too good. All right, all right, all right. Uh, I kind of went back and forth. I really did like, you know, Flies Like a Brick, but I cracked up with Hamlet. <laughs> I really did. I cracked up with Hamlet. So I, I think it's pretty unanimous for this one. Carly Carly will have won the uh, the pig pet for this, for this go-around. But fear not, other Patreon guys. We're going to attempt to do something similar to this approximately every month. So 
stay tuned. We'll see what we can do going forward. Maybe if Zoss allows us to, I don't know, gift crown stuff, we'd have a bigger selection. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. No. <laughs> no. All right. So I will be sending that um, the code off to you, Carly, in the Patreon messages. So um, I will do that as soon as the show is over. So congratulations and thank you, everyone who did participate. And again, thank you so much for our Patreon uh, supporters. Um, with that being said, I do actually want to give one more little announcement. Uh, we hit one of our funding goals, which is a Dungeon Crawler Network TeamSpeak. That's right. Anyone who's affiliated with the network or, uh, you know, hangs out with us, it's free to use. So feel free to check it out. Um, it's dungeoncrawlernetwork.typefrag.com. That's the address. Um, of course, you have to make sure when you get in there to whisper one of the one of the officers so they give you member permission so you can hop out of the main channel. But you can still chat in there if there's no one around to take care of it. But we'll try to get everyone member status ASAP. So there we go. All right. Base, you look a little flustered or... Oh, no, no. No, I'm, no, I'm just... I'm amazed at the number of channels that there are in the Team Suite. What? I like channels. I, I understand that. We do have a Bard channel, which uh, Rax and I are working on setting up a uh, a bot in there that sings nothing but the Bard music from ESO. And that's going to be Thais' default channel, and she cannot move away from it. Uh, Red Diamond. It's probably going to be Red Diamond. Uh, the, everyone know I hate the song Red Diamond? <laughs> it's going to be the Red Diamond channel. Red Diamond. Even Estelle As soon as you what? go in... Oh, Red that, Diamond. That song just makes my blood curl. Just, nice. That's where you're going to go. You're not even going to be able to move out of any other channel but the Red Diamond Bard channel. I, I, I'm, just, I'm never going to be in the TeamSpeak then. I'm not going to be able to converse with anybody. <laughs> all right. Well, while Thais is uh, upset about Red Diamond and going over all the words in her head, we're going to go into game news. So first off this week, Elder Scrolls Online released patch 2.0.5. This was an incremental patch that fixed issues surrounding gameplay, a few quests, and a boss encounter in Veteran Fungal Grotto, among other items. So, this was a pretty tiny patch, if I remember correctly. Um, the, the big thing that I noticed, which, much to the bane of all Templars out there, Radiant Destruction now cancels if the enemy moves out of sight. So, now, now all those Templar executors are all upset. Well, to be fair, it was kind of needed. Oh, no, I agree with you, but uh, the fact people could execute and it just would never end because uh, Esteldian, you told me that people were still using it because there was no way to dodge it, block it, or anything. It just, that's it. Yeah, it was crazy powerful. It needed to be changed. I've been killed that many a time. <laughs> it still is powerful, but I still kill people with it. Nice. Oh, yeah, so in fact, I killed a few people before the podcast tonight in fact i was just messing around zapping people with it for fun it is a fun one and it's a i i like the uh animation and the uh the the graphical display for it is really nice i like it um the other note was rax there was something they fixed in here for you that you were having an issue probably because i accidentally made you armor that was hideous Maybe. Oh, it was primal. If anybody likes primal armor, what is wrong with you? It's just awful. This <laughs> barbarian. Barbarian's okay. It suits the theme of my 
of the character that I have wearing that, but Primal's just bad. Doesn't Barbarian give you the toeless shoes? I know Khajiits do. I'm sure Barbarian did as well. The toeless They sandals. do, but they look good for, like, a woodsman Bosma with a bow. It sort of fits it. But Primal's just yuck. So I was wearing a costume, <laughs> and and my lovely little Bosma is a werewolf, and, and he kicks a bit of tush with it. But it, ever since the, the patch before last, every time he would try to go werewolf, it would activate, but he wouldn't change, which resulted in some fairly hilarious results in uh, when he would use his leap and other animations, it would look a bit off. So werewolf form would activate was the short of it, but it wouldn't. you wouldn't actually get the werewolf graphic. You would still just be you, and it looked really odd. Oh, that, and I that's, not, it. And that's, I, that's not nearly as awesome as I thought it was going to be. Well, it, it did look pretty awesome. When you uh, yeah. leap on somebody and you start doing the uh, the werewolf bite and like feeding on them as a Bosma, I, I looked like I was in the green pact, at, you know, a member and just eating them as a cannibal. <laughs> so it's still when sort I of read, fit his story. When I read that patch note, I was cracking up because I hadn't seen the bug, but I assumed when I read it, it's like, now you wear costumes, the werewolf bug fix. I had this image of people running around as a werewolf in a wedding dress, and I thought that was <laughs> priceless, because I thought what they meant when they said it was changing properly. I thought it kept the costume on when you turned into the werewolf. I thought, brilliant. That would be awesome to when, see. When you slowed the animation down, he did the sort of change. He just didn't get out of it. So he like he would throw his hands up like he was growing big paws, and his mouth would open wide like he was getting a big maw. It looked hilarious, the actual transformation itself he just didn't change into anything did it get you stuck in the animation so you look you need the toilet that's what you see <laughs> i got stuck in that animation multiple times where it looks like i'm in terrible yeah. agony at all point i can't constipation <laughs> form you go, oh man <laughs> nice um one other note that i thought and i thought was kind of funny uh from the crown store the bantam gar default name no longer violates naming conventions its name was Squee. What was wrong with that? <laughs> I don't know. I, was, was I thought it had like a really dirty U-E. name or something. No, his name was Squee. I loved my Bantagwar. Now I'm going to have to open up my pet thing and have a look what they've named him now. What's he called now? Let's have a look. It's still called Squee. Well, I'm very confused. Well, apparently it- there was something in its default name that violated naming conventions. I don't know what it would be. Because I never really took hmm. notice. Hmm. Yeah. Did it have an accent or something? <laughs> I didn't not, really no, know. No, maybe I don't think he talked in a funny accent. Maybe French. But I mean, the actual name is <laughs> Nice. <laughs> um, they also had a good bit of... Well, they talk about the Spawnum and Fala encounter in Veteran Fungal Grotto, which, Thais, you may want to pay attention to this one, so maybe you won't feel as bad. Uh, fixed multiple issues with the Spawnum and Fall encounter within Veteran Grunk or Fungal Grotto, including two Watcher Beams will no longer occasionally fire at the same time, uh, visual telegraphs for the Watcher's Daedric Burn and Daedric Destruction abilities now appear correctly, and the damage from these abilities is consistent with the telegraph location. Um, the beam from Daedric Burn will now correctly appear each time the ability is cast, uh, and those are the ones I really want. There's a couple others in there. Um, 
The knockback and stun applied by Shadow Bolt is now CC breakable as intended. If you are knocked off a ledge in the water, you'll now have the correct knockdown animation. Um, remember when we were doing this and you were constantly dying because you were like, I kept getting hit or it would stun you and then the beam would hit you because you couldn't do anything afterwards? Well, you were supposed to be able to CC break out of it and you weren't able to. Oh, so now I'll be able to. So now, now, can, so now I can actually scream in terror more because I can run. Well, okay. yeah, now you may not die every three seconds. Oh, no, probably, probably still will. Although, I like this one that says the spiders inside the portal will now wait for you to engage before attacking. <laughs> the last time I went in there, they just all converged upon me instantaneously. Uh, yes, that's the big fix as far as I'm concerned. That was brutal for a poor DPS to go in there if they didn't have any heals in the bar. Oh, eight spiders just charge you. You're like, what the... Um, oh, I never had an issue, but you know, then again, I played the superior class. You're a, you're a Templar. Learn, yes. yeah. learn to be a Templar is learn to my takeaway from that. Yep. Only be superior for <laughs> Forget learn to play, learn to Templar. <laughs> That's what it is. Learn to Templar. That's what it should be. But uh, I, I know there's some, it, there was a lot in that fight was kind of unforgiving. I know we were having issues with you. I forget, who were we, who was tanking? Was it Kipster and I? Kipster. Kipster was tanking. Ki Kipster's tanking. I'm DPSing because uh, his other friend was on there. I think Cheese was having issues. I told him, don't even go in the spiders. Or, no, I sent him into the spiders because he was getting murdered by the beam as well. So it was Kipster and I out there trying to keep the two of you guys alive. I was the healer. I was trying to keep you two alive. I know, but from the spiders I kept having to resurrecting you. And... All I remember is I was almost out of uh, soul gems by the end of that. Oh, which I rough. never, I never gave you soul gems. By right, it's okay. I'm up to about a hundred again. Funny enough, that was the fight that inspired my idea for the tank healer, because our healer used to actually go into the cave, and I just do the healing for everyone while we fought the boss, while the healer went in and killed everything. And so I thought, well, actually, I could do it here. Maybe I can adapt this and make it do it for all the dungeons so i have my father to thank for that <laughs> very nice very nice all right next a little bit of news the tamro chronicle issue number 83 is out and of course they highlight a lot of the art and the, they show us the episode 15 of eso live with my hero lawrence schick yeah, that's right. He's my hero. Which one is he? That one? <laughs> that, that, yep. The guy with yeah. the amazing facial hair? Yeah, he's a hero. He is the man. Uh, on top of that, there was a lot of interesting fan art that I really liked. My favorite was the Den of Thieves Khajiit. Yeah. was adorable. Mm -hmm. Just because it's fan, fan, fantastic. It looks really good. Not that I'm into Khajiit, because I'm really not. But, but she's good. an adorable Khajiit. She's just sitting there with all the stolen goods. That's right. So uh, if anyone's interested in checking that out, definitely head over to yelderscrollsonline.com and check out their Tamriel Chronicle issue number 83. Specifically, look for the Den of Thieves because it's awesome. Uh, my other my other host, since Thais was talking, what do you guys think? Did you see it? Did you have a particular piece of art that you liked the, the most? I didn't, I didn't see it. This one. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love looking at fan art, so I always look through it. All right. Moving on to the next section, the Battlemaster Corner, the Shadow Striker. Ooh, wow, a Nightblade. That's right. All right, Shadow Striker is, well, it's obviously it's another build with a Nightblade, and I guess it's the obvious kind of, you know, archetype what the Nightblade should be. Um, dual wield and bow. And vampirism. Well... Vampirism. Mm. 
I don't know. I automatically just want to throw it away because of vampirism. Uh, Steldian, did you get a chance to check out this this build, the Shadow Striker? Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, there were a few things in it. I don't know. I wouldn't have the mist on myself. I don't think it's a very good skill, to be honest. But uh, it was an okay build. Mist form. Just, just going back to it now to remind myself. But yeah, I don't. In PvP, mist form is pretty cool. Right. Uh, well, sometimes it's still not really worth a slot, if I'm honest. But. Well, you don't have to have uh, DPS in all your slots. You can have some defensive, and it's not that bad, really. Yeah, it's, only not, interests me it's, when... it's no sorcerer's thundering presence, but you know it's all right. <laughs> so when I was a vamp, I wasn't that impressed with the uh, the mist form myself. That's all. Is it? It kind of looks like the old, well. No, he has bat swarm for an ultimate option. Okay, I was going to say other than mist form, he doesn't. Uh, summon shade. No, that's a that's a night. He's only really using bats and and uh, mist form from vampire. So I guess that's oh, good. That's all there really is, to be honest. <laughs> that's the only thing you really need. Yeah. <laughs> Do people use yeah. uh, anything else from vamp? No, it's just for the bats. Just bats. Uh, uh, the the draining one can work really nicely. Um, if it's you, just if annoying. You can only use one target. Like you can only hit it once, so it would be useless in a boss fight. Yeah, no good there, no, but I've seen it used well in PvP. Um, obviously, it's got to be used right. It makes you a sitting duck, but if you use the um, the bat swarm, which makes you the, the, one, the clouding swarm that makes you go invisible, of course, you go invisible, then you activate the drain essence, and you get all your stamina and health back while no one can hit you. Oh, my problem with it in PvP is if they block it, you can't cast it on them again because they've got the immunity to it. So it's a bit of a miss for PvP for me. Well, that's what I mean. You can only use it once you activate Clouding Swarm, so they can't actually see what you're doing, and then suddenly you zap them with it because you're invisible, and they're like, huh, and then you drain them by surprise. That way, they're usually not blocking when you cast it, and you can't. they can't interrupt it because they can't see you. Should be able to CC break out of it, though. I'm pretty sure they can. Yeah, you can do, but that's life. The one thing <laughs> I really did step. like... Um, about about the build is they wrote down exactly what they're using um, in terms of of set bonuses and things like jewelry. They're using five hoondings, obviously, two night silence. Um, all weapons are night silence. Shadow Walker jewelry. Now, the issue that I have here and I want to highlight for anyone else who's doing this, if you're making all crafted armor, they have armor traits as divines, which is great. Except for never use divines on chest, helm, and pants. Always use infused. <laughs> um, I don't know what the purpose of going all divines would have been. I don't. What's think wrong with going all divines? Uh, because the the extra twenty percent from a, at least a legendary piece for enchantments, I think you get more out of it. That's an extra twenty percent uh, enchantment potency on your helm chest and legs so i mean at max that's that's a lot of stat points that uh i think would make up any extra bonus that a divines would give you i'm guessing he's probably taking the warrior mundus for the extra weapon damage so maybe he's thought every last weapon damage counts so mm-hmm. i still go infuse myself because again if you're putting stamina on that that's a nice extra bit of stamina from each piece but well, arguably, stamina I guess a helps determine your more. base damage anyway it does, but it's, what, 10.46 stamina for every weapon damage you get? So if Divines gives you a, a few weapon damage, you need to get quite a lot out of those enchantments to get yourself. I still go infused myself, but uh, I could see, I, I guess, if you're really trying to max out the last inch, you'd have to uh, 
maybe maybe it work. My biggest concern is the fact that once again, since the first time I've seen this, his AOE is only on the bow and uh, bow AOE. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't get that. Why people think the bow is an AOE weapon? It's yeah. it's that's not its strong suit. Uh, acid spray <laughs> feels weak. It feels it's, terrible. Especially it when does. you've got Steel Tornado available to you on the dual wield. Yeah, I mean, he is using dual wield, and that is, like, yeah, hands down the best AOE yeah. out there, with, besides maybe Impulse. <laughs> yeah, put your Shadow Cloak on the other bar. Well, I wouldn't use Shadow Cloak in PvE anyway, but mm. you could put it on the other bar, and then you could have room for Steel Tornado. Steel Tornado is your friend. Um, I haven't heard... And this is another issue that I have is I haven't heard weapon traits. He's using weighted, which is uh, what is that? Weapon speed. Yeah, it's unusual. Yeah, I, I don't find weapon speed, uh, at least as far as I know from what I've read, it's not the preferred. They always tell you to either go precise or to go. Well, right now it's sharpened and then precise, um, not not weighted. Yeah, there's a reason why the game pretty much wiped out all haste type abilities because they realized the weapon speed wasn't that useful right um, i'm curious see, yeah, i would love yeah. to see this person's math so if if the person who's listening and send me a message in game that's at jealous a-g-g-e-l-o-s i would love to hear your reasoning behind the all divines and the weighted if you can give me some solid math numbers i will stand corrected and do a rebuttal in the next episode um but i'm not sure why you went with these routes but I would, I'm really curious to see the math. I love the I'd math. Have, Show me the numbers. I'd have taken the other shades morph as well. I doubt there's yes. some math behind this, to be honest. I like the other shade. I, the I, you know what? I always... Have, have, have you seen some... I've been watching this week uh, some uh, Cyrodiil streams, and there was this one Nightblade who takes the other, the, the teleport with the shades, and he'll be on top of the fort, have the enemies chasing him, use the shades, jump off, so all the enemies are standing on the edge trying to shoot him down, appear behind them because he's teleported to the shade, and then he'll use the destructive touch morph to knock them all off. Yeah, I saw Cypher's um, video on doing that. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the one that I watched. It was so Christoph Summers. Yeah, it's great. I mean, and also I've just seen him do it where they jump off and then everyone follows off. And of course, they all get fall damage, but he teleports back before he lands, and then he just uses the bow to finish him off because <laughs> they yeah. all jumped off willingly to try and kill him. <laughs> Wow. Never follow a Nightblade off the edge of a cliff. <laughs> Let that be a lesson you have been learned, here. people. You have been learned. <laughs> I like it. All right. We're going to move on to the next little bit of news, which is the Loremaster archive about all of our favorite things, except for maybe Stalin. All things cool. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. There's one more person who doesn't like it. Uh, Ark. Ark? Ark in here does not like Gwar. What? Yep. Ark. What's wrong with Guar? I, I don't know. He was saying it the last time we did the live show. He does not like Guar. Oh, I know. He's so adorable. I know. I, How can you not like Guar? I about rabbit punch Rax when I saw him kill a Guar. <gasps> I know. I, we were just no, trying to, he should... went and killed it. And I was sorry to hit him. You thought that was bad. You should have seen it when I killed the bard in town. <laughs> <laughs> we were in... Uh, Shadowfen and he killed a bard who was singing our favorite song the three hearts is one so I like intentionally didn't help him when the guard killed him <laughs> that's great it was Next worth the death no it was worth the death to get his tears it, it made me upset it really did 
Yeah. I don't want to talk to anyone anymore. <laughs> oh, you're here just done. No, I'm you're done. Dead. I'm going right. home. No, you're going you home. didn't kill the red diamond, but no, see, he wasn't even singing red diamond. He was singing three hearts as one, and that's an awesome song. Maybe he was going to sing that next. Maybe it was, Rex, it was on the maybe Rex saw the playlist. He saw the playlist and knew Red, Red Diamond was coming, so he's doing you a favor. Hey, I love Red Diamond. I know all the words. I sing That's it sometimes for things. We've been subjected to it often enough. <laughs> I thought Red Diamond were the words. <laughs> I didn't know more than that. Nothing else. He kind of tones out after that. That drunken bard sing it again and again. <laughs> all right, well. All things Guar, and what's really neat is the person who's answering it is what's his name? Escu, Escu, Escu of Dalmora. If you remember, if you did the uh, Ebonheart Pact and the Dalmora storyline, he's the poor little Argonian sitting outside the town, going, "He lost his family, and all of his family are Guar, and you have to go get them back." It's cute. I love that quest. Me too. All right, Thais, go ahead, and there's a book attached to this, Marwyn Fauna, Part 1. A copy of the full manuscript should follow this letter shortly. This is but an abstract to satisfy your curiosity until the scribes can finish their work. Common Vardenfell Guar. Guar are but the most commonly known species of a large family of bipedal, lizard-like creatures, having been imported to Cyrodiil as beasts of burden for hundreds of years. They are content to graze with their lower jaws for tubers and roots just under the surface of their ashland home. Wild guar are mostly docile, but have been known to become feral and attack in the wilds of some lands. Guar are fierce if provoked, and have been known to kill. Their closest relatives are the Aelids and the Kaguti, also common in the lands of Marwyn, as well as the Pony Guar. Ponyguar, as nicknamed by visitors to Marwyn, are a smaller species of guar that are rarely exported since they lack the physical strength of their larger cousins. Not well known outside of southern Marwyn, they are a curiosity sometimes raised as pets, but some do raise them for their meat and skins. Aelid and Kaguti Aelid are close relatives to the guar, with far sharper sets of teeth. They are omnivores, and while they do not hunt and organize packs, they have been known to attack other creatures and even people for an opportunistic meal. Aelids supplement their nutrition, much like the guar, by rooting. For many years, it became the vogue for exotic animal enthusiasts from Valenwood to import Aelid for their own amusement. Many escaped captivity, and their descendants can be found stalking the great forests of the southwest. Kaguti are large, armored cousins of the guar and the Aelid. Their most distinctive features are their tusks and head crests. They are territorial, fierce, and hostile. They hunt in packs and have been known to be able to flip a full-grown Nord in the air with ease. Scuttler and Bantam Guar The Scuttler is a small, docile species of biped the size of a common house cat. They have no apparent forelegs and survive on eating smaller insects and groundworms. Having completely different reproductive and growth cycles, they are not related to the guar or aelid. Scuttlers are more similar to the cliff racer family of leathery flyers than their form would suggest. Smugglers have sold them as pets in ports from Daggerfall to Haven. Bonsum guar, despite their name, classifies part of the scuttler family and are not guar are, at, at all. Many have described them as ugly chickens, as they have a distinctive body shape and behavior that remind many of the common bird. They retain the vestigial wings, and unlike their cliff racer and cliff darter cousins, they cannot fly. 
southern Morrowind farmers raise them for their eggs and meat. Sort of like a chicken. Yeah. Every time I see them, I, I just see Batman Guar. Batman Guar, because all the letters are there for Batman. Oh. Batman Guar. No, there's yeah. no B A T. Yeah, there is. Oh, yeah, there is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is. I'm smart. You switch three letters around. It's Batman Guar. That'd be awesome. A little cape. A little cape. scary deep, little deep voice. Little black running around with his little mystical wings. <laughs> Batman Guar. I like it. <laughs> Batman Guar. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> all right. So we got lots of questions. Lots of questions. You ready for this, Dave? I'm ready. Is Penella's ready? Rack's ready. Rax, are you going to read Am these I for us? Do I have them? Where are these questions that I'm reading? Aww. Well, then we can just No, no, no. We're going to make him do it. We're okay. going to make him do right. it. We have to he, put him on the spot. I'm going to. I linked it in the in the chat. Oh, you did too. I oh. did, yeah. Just for you. I mean, you wanted to be on oh the show to argue with goodness. me. <laughs> this is really long. I know. I know. Oh. Enjoy. So, am I reading the questions? Or you're the reading answers? the questions. Yes, I'm reading the answers. Oh. You're reading the questions. Oh, my goodness. All right. <coughs> oh. Greetings, Marsh, answer. brother. I hope you are sunned and warmed, yes? Even in my earliest memories, back when I was an angry slave boy at the beginning of the Second Era, our people have always had an affinity for and an interesting relationship with Guar. The Dark Elves ordered us to herd the creatures, feed them, tend to them, clean them. Oh, I remember my friend, my Guar friend, Kajmet. I hated the old master so much when he cooked him for dinner. <laughs> but I think the point I'm trying to make here is that without us Saxileal, the Dunmer would have almost no idea about taking care of their prized animals. Even in the ancient yet fragmented Chimeri records, which imply our race were forced vassals of their predecessors in the mid-first era. There are mentions of lizards taking care of lizards. There are even debates between the Imperial Geographical Society and the United Explorers of Scholarly Pursuits over whether Guar and Argonians are, and don't laugh, Egg Brother, related. In their eyes, Guar is simply Saxileal, with little to no intelligence, and this information has simply been lost to our people for generations, like many other things before the Dunma came. I personally have my doubts, but since Guar are almost as common to Black Marsh as they are in Morrowind, I would like to ask, ask you what you think about this yourself. What is our people's special relationship with the Guar? From Ezvu Warden, Wayward and Contract Scholar. <laughs> that was just the first question. <laughs> I need a um, drink. Uh, before you answer this, I do want to highlight one little thing. Okay. And um, I got to find it on here. Uh, debates, yeah, yeah, whether or not they're related. In their eyes, Guar is simply Saxleal with little to no intelligence. Isn't that all Saxleal? <laughs> Your face is priceless. The, the built giant big Aztec-like temples. How could they do that? They're amazingly intelligent. Yes, they are. Like I wish I would have had my camera on for her because her face was priceless. That's why I said Or they had slaves to build them for them. Our Argonians are the best race in all of Tamriel. 
They are kind. Well, I wouldn't go that far. Selfless. Uh, and they can perform any role. Doesn't matter what it is. Like uh, they're they're the best race. No, they were enslaved they the to bats. the best race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got a Dunmer over here and a Nord here. Yeah. Oh wow! Three so... hearts is one. Oh. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. Can I? Can you may continue. Now? I just All had right, to. Okay. Haha! <laughs> <laughs> the warden makes a funny joke. Is it not so? It is true that I call my Guar herd my little family, but it is not because they are of my blood. That is not to say that I do not watch over their eggs as zealously as any keeper at the hatching pools, because I do. And the infant Guar are so cute, I simply must tickle their tummies. Yes, I must. Tickle tummies? <laughs> I will say, I love my bantam Guar pet squee. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Right. Ready? I share your love for Guar, and I'm particularly fascinated by their relatives like the fierce Alit and Kaguti. This interest led me to read up on some sort of some sort of like reptiles on two legs, but apparently staying away from the pastures of Morrowind or Blackmarsh, dwelling in the territories of the Daggerfall Covenant since they were spotted near Dragonstar. I'm talking about the so-called Wormmouth and the Claw Runner. Because in my travels, I have met no one who has come across them. I wondered if you'd possess some information about such a peculiar species. Alas. Shankenar, right horn. <laughs> alas, Shankenar. I know nothing of this claw runner you mention. But it is with gladness that I can confirm that the worm mouth of remote Hammerfell is a distant relative of our friends the Guar, Aelit, and Kaguti. I am told that Hammerfell is not moist, no, no, not moist at all. So any Guar and their cousins that live there would be sad lizards indeed. Not so the worm mouth, which I understand lives by siphoning the sap of living creatures, whether animal or plant. I myself would like to see that. It would be instructive to watch, no? Hmm. I've always found the physical ambiguity of the creatures of Blackmarsh and the Borderlands. The Guar move like fell runners with avian limbs, yet they have the belly, head, and eyes of a snake. And what of the Alit and Kaguti, who are even more monstrous and serpentine to the point of losing their arms altogether? Indeed, so fascinating. Black Marsh and its surrounding lands are home to a seemingly infinite variety of lizards and lizardly relations, so different and manifold, and yet so pleasingly moist. Truly, there are no boundaries nor limits to the imagination of the hist. I recently purchased a banded guar charger for riding into battle on the front lines of Cyrodiil. For such a steep price, this beast has a remarkably foul temperament, and I've been unable to find a guar herd willing to help train him. Might this breed be related to the feral tiger guars of the Dashan Plain, or are those monsters simply an old legion myth? Indeed, such is their heritage, Legolas. But if you think a banded guar is a handful, you should try mounting a golden eye, if it will let you. They have even more wild guar blood in them than the bandits. <laughs> How we laughed when Fetch's glitter tried to put, tried to get on. Pe that was a really strange sentence. <laughs> How we laughed when Fetch's glitter tried to get on Pejuriel's golden eye, and it threw him right on his tail. 
the the jo- whoa, that's a word. jocularity. The jocularity shook all Dalmora. Thank you. I would never have gotten that word on my own. Fetches glitter. Fetches glitter. That would be you right there. Yay! Fetches glitter. You're gonna have to cut a whole bunch out when you edit this from that question. Nope, leaving it all in. Oh, that's not fair. Jocularity. It's going right next to archipelago. Archipelago. I'm writing these down as words that he does not know. I, it doesn't happen very often. I've never seen that word before. Never. We're gonna make some flashcards for you, dear. <laughs> All of two flashcards. Wonderful. I'm so excited. Jocularity. How about that? All right. Uh, as Gua are both pack animal and mount. How long does it take the average guar to be trained to carry a rider or pack? Are they considered a stronger mount than a horse? More able to scale rough terrain? Or what? First, I hope you are well. Second, I've noticed that your guar can sometimes be difficult to herd and train. How long does it take for a guar to become domesticated to its master? Oh, thank you, Aline and Razumdara. The answers to your questions are known to me, yes. A well-bred domestic guar, if hand-raised by a loving herder, can be broken to the pack between one Morndas and the next. To saddle-break a guar takes longer, as much as a month, for they must be persuaded not to pursue their inborn instinct, which is to turn and bite great chunks out of any creatures that land on their backs. This snapping is so adorable when they are little ones, but it is wisest to train them out of it when their mounds become large enough to swallow one's arms. As for comparing guar to horses, there is no comparison whatsoever. Guar are stronger, greener, have larger feet, are smarter, more loving, and moister than any horse ever fold. I believe that is why the dark elves ride their guar and eat their horses. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> wow. Interesting coincidence that takes a month to... Uh saddle break one of these things and it takes a month of ESO plus to be able to buy one <laughs> ooh connection yeah law in the crown store <laughs> to the honourable Escu when I was a one young one my nanny started telling a legend of a gift giving gua my parents quickly interrupted her and I forgot all about this until I found it mentioned on an old piece of paper alongside the brave little squib. Are you familiar with this legend and can you elaborate? With high regards, Felosa Elthara. I believe you refer, handsome Felosa, to this well-known hatching pool rhyme. There once was a gift-giving guar, more generous than Kwama by far. The snorkel it gave me was later to save me when pursued by slavers from Nar. To Esku of Delmora, I recently purchased for myself a tessellated guar to ride on and carry my things. Being an Argonian, I figured I would look less silly riding on a scaly guar than on some tall white horse. However, after purchasing the beast, I realized how little I knew about guar care. What must I do to keep it healthy and happy? At least enough to do what I want it to do. What is its diet? Do I need to trim its nails on occasion? By the way, the pages of this letter carry a deadly disease of my choosing. Just an incentive for you to respond to my questions in a timely manner you understand. When I receive your reply, I'll send you the antidote. I'm an Argonian of my word. Dodge's death. Ha <laughs> ha! Dodge's death. Always you make the jest so moist, yes? 
As for the taking care of your guar, nothing could be easier. A diet of live whole rodents, the larger the better, will keep their eyes sparkling bright and their scales sticky. I like to toss skeevers to my little lovelies from ten paces away and watch them snap them out of the air. Remember that their lower colons are prone to parasitic infestations, but these are easily dealt with as if you tickle a guar at the base of its tail, its sphincter will relax. As for having to trim their nails, that's just an old joke that veteran guar herds tell to green spines to see if they'll try it. How we laughed when young Jurexel fell for it and was nearly disemboweled. <laughs> By the way, this reply's parchment is impregnated with a deadly variation of Daryl juice. I got it from a shadow scale at the Enclave, and he told me it has no antidote whatsoever. <laughs> All I... <laughs> So if you tickle a guar at the base of the tail, <laughs> they crap themselves, apparently. It was really hard for me to read that sentence. <laughs> so you, you got to move your hand quickly afterwards. And there's poop everywhere. <laughs> Is your guar constipated? Well, we got a solution for you. <laughs> Accidentally swallowed your watch or something. <laughs> Man, I could really go for go for a you know bottled water. Well, hold on, let me tickle my guar, see if there's any spare change in there. Oh my goodness, that was that was lovely. <sighs> to Guarherda Escu, with respect, recently I've seen a much larger number of guar abroad in Tamriel than in prior months. What health issues might a guar rider encounter in their mount that can result from these? forays outside the areas they're native to. With regards, Rohais of Oridon. Indeed, Rohais, you must be careful never to let your guar snack on scathecrawl, for though they love the taste, you will not enjoy the ensuing blasts of flatulence. Unless the scent of many moons dead carrion is your taste, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who wrote this. They must have had a blast doing this. So you don't let them snack on scathe Maybe you've got to tickle their tail if they eat it to get it out of the pest. Guar are right now like my favorite. They're just, they're the best. I'm on a tessellated one right now. (laughs) Dearest Esku, I must first apologize that I normally preface my letters with a playful and affectionate address to my dear pet, but I feel reluctance to do so now as to avoid the possibility that I might offend you. The name Escu suggests to me that you're either an Argonian or a Dunmer born ill-favored by his mother, and I'm truly sorry if either one is true. If you are an Argonian, know that I do not wish to make unfortunate reference to your bestial heritage or people's long history of toil under the yoke of the cursed elves of Morrowind. If you feel this precaution on on my part deprives you of the warmth and joy of being referred to as mine, then I implore you to send a request for a revised copy of this letter to my estate. I'll be more than happy to supply you with one, along with a personal frame to ensure that it remains in pristine condition despite the likely state of your dwelling Uh, onward to my inquiry i've noticed an increasing number of individuals within the old mary dominion that have taken up the practice of guar riding i have little personal experience with the creatures as my mounts are selected from the finest stock of horses and cinch tigers 
I also find the lackadaisical <laughs> movement of the guar ill-fitting for one such as I who is born an exemplar of the lover's gifts. However, I find myself greatly amused by the practice of slapping the behind of the creature. <laughs> Would you be so kind as to elaborate on this? The warmest regards, Lady Tyrell Silvari, noble sorceress and mistress of the De- Debellian arts. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I can already tell this one is going downhill. <laughs> This is so amazing. You helped me. I helped you. I don't even talk about that, but oh. the fact that she's Debellian arts and she's referring to slapping it on the rear. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, well. Okay. Let me. Let me. Okay. Let me right. do that. Okay. This humble guar herd is confused. Why, noble lady? Would I address a reply to your estate? Is your ladyship deceased? If so, do you conduct your correspondence by some sort of necromancy? I am very curious. Very curious indeed. Yes. Ah, but to your question, which I must assume is a so funny jest, like that of Donja's deaths, do you two know each other? But to proceed, we slapped the guards behind because behinds were made to be slapped. <laughs> I believe this. I believe this is something every mistress of the Davillian arts knows full well, if what I've been told is true. Though it is possible that what Denscar told me of your lady of lechery was somewhat exaggerated. In fact, now that I think on it, his story did resemble what the elves down at the port call dirty jests. <laughs> this one's on me. Wait till I tell my herd about this. <laughs> you heard it there first. Behinds are made to be slapped. <laughs> You're like in tears from laughing so much. Oh, that was great. <laughs> they were made to be slapped lackadaisically. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I vote best Add for that Masters to my Yes. Best Lore Masters archive ever. Not from the question, reader. Holy. Wow. <laughs> that, was, that was a lot. That last one oh. was great. <sighs> oh, and on that note, I gained a champion point. Ooh. All right. <laughs> what was that, Estonian? That was for all that reading, you earned yourself a champion point. I did. <laughs> we read so, so much long, experience. I just earned a champion point. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Alright, well, now that we got done with the fun parts and the, the really funny part, we're going to move right into the discussion topic. And, uh, yeah. So, the discussion topic for this week, has the crown store gone too far? For those who may not know, this earlier this week, specifically with patch 2.0.5, they released a number of crown store items into, you know, into the crown store. Um, some of them were met with, yo, that's kind of neat. Uh, one of being the Senche Tiger, which we'll talk about later, because there's a little bit of controversy, or, yeah, Senche Leopard, sorry. Leopard. Uh, there's a little bit of controversy surrounding that as well. Um, followed by a Pledge of Mara, which was awesome. And then we break into the stuff that people are sort of complaining about. Skill respect scrolls, attribute respect scrolls, and crafting motifs. All right. So let's let let's deal with the first thing first. Everyone's. I'm gonna go around and I want to get your. Are you in favor of the, what the crown store has done so far? Do you have um, reservations? Are you? all out against it so is that excluding this lot like so far as in prior to this 
And it's everything up until most recent, yes. Okay. Uh, face? I am completely against the motif bundles. Um, you're, but, okay. So you're, you have reservations. Okay. Is that, we're, we're is gonna, that actually that what was, you wanted me to say? Yeah. Oh, okay, I have reservations. <laughs> okay. Someone's big script fed here. What's going on? <laughs> being script fed here. Well, no, she's reading through it, and that's great, and we're going to talk about that. But originally, I just want to get everyone's opinion first on what they... All right. Okay, take two. I take have two. reservations. Excellent. Awesome. I can edit all that out, but I'm not going to. Okay. Because that's a lot of work. <laughs> Man, it's like we do a professional show here or something. <laughs> or something. <laughs> or something. <laughs> Ah, uh, and Rax's turn. Rax, what about you? I could not be more in favor of the crown store than I am. Off the show right now. Divorce. <laughs> Divorce right now. We haven't even got into it. Uh, still hey, I just sir. spent a thousand crowns on a pledge of Mara for you, my lady. Well, you know, we were just two different of people, all right? <laughs> Actually, you're both guys. You're pretty similar. <laughs> Stelian, how about you, good sir? Well, I always have reservations because I think crown stores always inevitably go downhill at some point. But so far, I've got no issues with what's there. Okay. I have reservations. Good All answer. right. <laughs> now that we, we know that, we got two people who are in favor of and two people with reservations. At least you're somewhat on my side, and I like that. Thank you. Welcome. Stand by your man. I'm you know, your, your real life has to be on your side. <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> All right. We're going to address the first thing first. Um, the Senshi Leopard, which is a limited time, limited time, rather Boy, expensive hey. item. OK, um, I don't know if anyone really had an issue with the limited time. I didn't really see that. Um, I'll ask the host when we go around, but from Twitter and some other news sources and stuff, that that really wasn't the big thing. Um, some people, like some buy-to-play games and ones with the, the item malls in them, tend to have these, you know, these limited time type stuff to try to generate some cash randomly. <laughs> Whatever. A lot of the issues started springing up with Zoss's almost daily or probably multiple times a day messages using the server um, uh, alert chat to go, have you bought your Senshi top leopard yet this week? Yeah, it only lasts until whatever in three different languages. That was almost as bad as last week's. It's International Pet Week. Have you <laughs> bought a pet? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There's been a lot of controversy about the spamming that Zoss has been doing about their crown store. We all know you have a crown store. We obviously know that. But they seem to have the need to spam us from the um from the system from the system chat fairly frequently. And I <laughs> know some people high. are saying with a buy to play game, what did you expect? Just so you know, I'm not in favor of the buy to play, so that's me. Face, that's what are good. your thoughts? On everything you just said? On, yeah. The... Is, is there, like, something you want me to say, or can I just well, say Well, read, read the script. No, oh, I'm just kidding. Sorry, sorry. I forgot yeah, about the exactly. script. Sorry. <laughs> I, oh, my gosh, you said so much, and we're forgetting the first word you said. I, I, the whole spamming thing, I totally get it. Because it is a buy-to-play, you have to expect it. How frequent was it? Because when I was playing, I didn't notice anything. I've noticed it, like, twice a day, and it's been almost every day. Days? So it's only Did like you twice a day. Do server spam. Hmm. What about server spam? 
did Guild Wars 2 do this server spam? I've never spam? seen I've, server yeah. spam I've, on Guild Wars 2. I've never noticed it on any buy-to-play game, so I don't think it's fair to cast it a buy-to-play. I think this is a Zoss thing. Oh, yeah. Because now that you say that, Rift doesn't do it either. And Rift is completely free-to-play, so they don't even get box revenue, which is is crazy. Um, yeah, actually, no, no, no. Maybe they, maybe they do. Maybe Rift does. But yeah, that's but besides the point. In Rift, every time you go to a merchant, it opens up the damn crown store anyway. So oh, it's kind of uh, it's yeah, in your no. face no matter what. <laughs> Free-to-play one, they throw it in your face a lot. That is true. But Guild Wars 2 is the best one to use because it is the same model. It's you buy the box. They do have a, a cash shop. But, but it's not thrown in your face. No, which, actually. Which, which this seems like it is. I can understand why they were flashing this every every couple hours yeah okay if it's only every couple hours that's no big deal if it happened every hour on the hour then i think it'd be like oh it's a little too much you're it's, you're a little overzealous here can you stop but you that, got you got to remember every time it went it went in three languages too which is always fun <laughs> <laughs> well so it takes up a large chunk of your chat you just you look at it and then you forget it. it's no big deal i'll I'm just going to put it out there. Before last week, can anybody heard of International Pet Week? I've never heard of it either, no. <laughs> Before no. they started spamming it several times a day, that it was International Pet Week. Please buy a pet. <laughs> yeah, that... But that, yeah. that doesn't bother me. That that comes with the territory of possibilities with a buy-to-play or a free-to-play game. Right. That's really okay doesn't. with me. <laughs> it... <laughs> but no, no, but I, I said the possibility. Possibility, I could see. Like with okay. with a subscription game, there's no. Oh, way you better not spam me in a subscription game. What about what about if we as subscribers don't get the spam because we're exactly paying? Exactly what I was gonna say. I subscribe. Can I opt you out, out of spam? <laughs> Let me turn them off as a paying member, please. Mm-hmm. My other thing is, I love this mount. I love how they gave the other players who didn't get the sunshade tiger. A way to still have a Senshi mount. And they're not keeping it there permanently. It's a, if you want a really cool mount like everybody else who was loyal to us, then you have three days mm-hmm. to buy one. So get it now, before okay. it's gone. Well, loyal to us, do you mean that as in, like, time? Well, yeah, because if you had, if you did all the time required to get the Senshi Tiger, then... <laughs> You were loyal to the game and Zosh, you got the prize. You only had to be loyal with your wallet. Like, I know people who made an account, bought five game time cards, and got all the loyalty rewards, including the mount. You didn't have to have played since the beginning. Unfortunately, in in Thaise's defense and and against those, I actually wish Zoss wouldn't have done that. That was a money grab move, and I thought that was complete BS. They shouldn't have done that, but they did, because... If people have that kind of income to throw away... Well, no, it's not even a matter of income. It's like that you're not showing loyalty then, because I saw a bunch of people who gave up after three months, came back, and as he said, bought a bunch of game time cards so that they could get it. It's like, this was supposed to be a, you know, a reward, you know, and this is off topic, so we're going to end it right here. For the loyal players. For the loyal players. That's Zoss's fault for allowing that to happen. That should never have happened. But I do think this is a great... A, a great idea. This this mount. The limited time. The mount looks really nice. They did a really good job with, with the feline mounts. They look amazing. So this I have no problem with. I don't have a problem with, with the quote-unquote spamming either. Because okay. twice a day is not spam. And there's another couple of these mounts to come. We've seen them data mined. There's another, I think, at least two of these Senshi Tigers to be released. Ooh. 
Uh, Stealthy and good, sir. What do you... The major complaint is obviously with them using the server message to spam people. And this, of course, happened, as Rax pointed out, and I actually even forgot about this, was the National Pet Day thing when they released, like, what... I think it was the same day they released the four new pets, too. So it's like every time they update the Crown Store, they have to make sure we know about it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's getting a little annoying. Um, it's, it's not a big deal, but... I don't you put it in the chat box if you want. Don't be putting it straight across my screen. I'm I'm in the middle of a fight or something. I don't need this big yellow writing to come from my face saying, "Hey, come buy the Senshi." It's like, well, if I wanted to buy, I'd already bought it, mate. Don't, don't be spamming it in my face. And I go, "Oh yeah, I totally forgot about that. I knew it was there. I don't want to buy it." Send me a Zoss um, mail or something. I'd be fine with that. But yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, uh, as a uh, Rack said, you know, I subscribe. If, if I subscribe to various sites, I can get rid of adverts. So why can't I subscribe to ESO and get rid of this? <laughs> <laughs> stupid women window turning up telling me what I should buy right. um, as for the century itself well I said ages ago that they were bound to be reskinning the, our so called exclusive pet and then selling it again um, so I wasn't surprised I thought it was a what? bit soon. games don't reskin? Well, yeah. did you buy it? doesn't use the same three models for all 800 mounts they have <laughs> did, I, did you I pick agree. it up a Steldian? <laughs> no, no I didn't uh, despite being told many times a day, I didn't pick it up. <laughs> In multiple languages, too. Yeah, I'm not that easily swayed. Um, yeah, I actually agree with um, what the Doos crew said on Doos and Tamri Outs. I have no issue with them doing it. It's a bit early to be setting what was supposed to be exclusive. But more importantly, it's more the fact they made the loyalty mount sound so exclusive. And then three weeks later, then sell another version of the same thing. It's like you could have waited a little longer or just not played up how big this exclusive pet was going to be, which, of course, encouraged people to buy the game card so they could get it because they didn't want to miss out. And now you can buy another version of it anyway. So it was a bit of a, a money grab. But, well, that's buy to play for you. Yeah. Maybe if they just sent him a letter that was, you know, spiked with poison, he'd have bought it. He might have bought it, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I don't, I don't mind the exclusivity with the other mount because it is a different skin. I mean... Warcraft did it too. I have, uh, what was it, the Zandalari Tiger or whatever that's no longer in the game. Am I upset they released eight other mounts with the exact same, well, all the Night Elf racial mounts were essentially the same model. It's just I had a unique skin to it. And that's the unique part of it. You know? Yeah, but when you think how long everyone waited for Senshi Tiger and it finally came, so it was like the first of its kind, the, the, the feline mount, and then to suddenly make another version so quickly afterwards... After this, it was yeah, it's you know, also limited. <laughs> yeah, and then it'll come out again when the consoles come out, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But uh-huh. yeah, it just would have been nice to you know finally brought out the feline here, have a little bit of time being able to run around and look at me, I've got this exclusive mount, and then they can come up with the other versions later. But I, it's not I, a big I deal. I predict we're going to see essentially a month. I actually think we're going to see this mount again. Yeah, I think this, we're going to see Guild Wars Two does this. This exact one will come back again. Guild Wars Two does this too, where when there's uh, an event. Or something like that. I know they did for the living story. Like they released uh, uh, one of the main storyline weapons, or like <clears throat> one of the <clears throat> excuse me, living story characters had a, a unique skinned axe and dagger. Um, that was available in the Crown Store for three weeks or whatever it was, and went away. Well, it also came back sometime later because they do recycle. They kind of try to do the limited time because they don't tell you when it's going to become back. You should know this. Maple Story does it all the time with the classes you want. They live it. They put it to you for a while to try to get people the rush of money going. Oh, I have to buy it now because I don't know when it'll come back. This exact mount will come back in six months. 
this exact amount will end up being on the store permanently eventually. Eventually, yeah. I, it's just, I agree. Yeah. It, it, well, why would you, I know it's not much effort to put another skin on it, but it's still some effort. Why would you do that for a four-day sale when you could just put it on the crown store and keep making money out of it? You'll do both yep. eventually. That's yep. how you I, it works. My thought is with the, this mount, they're going to sell the other two and they're probably going to dole them out a month at a time. And then once they've sold them all, they'll probably put all of them on the crown store at once. And as a bundle. As a bundle. As, as, bundle. A, as a bundle, yep. <laughs> nice. They, they could call it uh, pussy galore. I don't know. <laughs> Pride of pussy. Oh my god! I'm gonna have to edit so much out of this. <laughs> that's actually the only thing that's been bad so far. I'm surprised. Rax is doing really well. Gers <laughs> is like a sailor. Fusro dolling this entire episode from here on out. I'm so proud of Rax. Hold on. There's nothing wrong with the word pussy. I made a James Bond reference and it was funny. Come yeah. on. If you let moist be said again and again, then you can certainly have the word pussy being said. Quickly, because there's so many, like, innuendos not the same that sentence. come with that word. Innuendo? Yeah, not the same sentence, though. <laughs> All right. Next up is crafting motifs being available on the Crown Store. Wait, wait. All right. Yeah, let's go. I got to get my boxing gloves on. All right. Yeah, you know what? I'm actually going to let Thais and Esteldine go first before Rax and I give our opinions. All right, well, then I will let Esteldine go first. What is the question that we're answering here? How do we feel about How do you motives? feel about the crafting motifs being That's all you got to answer. Okay, go ahead, Esteldine. Okay, yes. God, yes. I'm sorry, but motifs are the classic example of fluffy, costumey crap. Get them on there. Fleece people for all the money you can make. 50 bucks for a, a motive if someone wants to waste that kind of money on it great I'd like, shake the, I'd like to shake the hand of the genius who's like oh let's sell these books and let's sell them for 50 bucks <laughs> yep get it on there sell them help it dies on there further throw everything on there that doesn't anything that's like a speed bump so that you don't end up selling gear that actually matters so at the end of the day what's a motif it's just a crap version of the costume that they're going to power anyway because you can already get the Breton costume. Soon there's going to be the Yeltma, the Bosma, the Imperial, the Dreamer. They're all going to come out of costumes. And everyone loves costumes. They're happy with that. Suddenly a motive comes on there. Like, you can't do that. Why not? The motives are redundant anyway. Because you're just going to buy the costume you like and wear that all the time. Rather than a motive where you're only going to get half your gear in a crafted set. And the other half's going to be loot drops anyway. So you'll look mixed, match, and stupid. So you're then going to go and buy a costume. So motives in themselves are redundant. So please sell them and make as much money as you can on them. Thais, you're up. Oh, ouch. That was that was a really good argument there. You almost swayed me. Almost. If it wasn't for the fact that motifs are such a good way to, to farm and make money. And I know that all of Ag's riches are from farming motifs. And I think it was just a low blow to put them in the crown store. Considering... You can get them easily in game. It's so easily. Uh, open up drawers and, and search everything that's around you. Like, you can get them easily. There's no reason to have them in the store. There's so many other things. Make it things that you can't get in game. Because then it feels so much more special if it's the, the, the senshi tiger mount or the, i mean the senshi leopard mount or the pets things like that this was a t was just a terrible idea it's going to do nothing but harm the economy it's going to make money even even less and it, it, they're making it so much harder for people to actually 
make money in the game, which realistically there's not much to spend money on, but you still need to have an income, even in an MMO, and this was just terrible, terrible idea. <laughs> Alright, Rax, you want to go first? You want me to go first? Uh, you can go first, mate. Alright. Selling it? votifs in the crown store. Zoss, do you care about your player base at all? Matter of fact, I don't even blame you so much as I blame the crappy players who have this self-entitled crap that they have to be like, oh, I don't want to get this right away. I don't want to have to work for it. I'll just throw some money down. Why don't you just remove all of our desire to play the game, Zoss? Why not? You know, in a game about exploration and, you know, trying to find stuff and, you know, make your character better, screw it, I'll just throw down 50 bucks. Done. Way to go. You're going to make your players burn out because they have nothing to work forward to. There. Done. I probably blew Time out Time is drums. money, friend. <laughs> time is money. And that's what it comes down to. People who have time versus people who have money. Did I buy the Dwemer Motif pack this week? Hell yes. No did way. I, <laughs> did, I, did I buy the Rare Styles pack? Hell yes. <laughs> I would have bought the Imperial one too if I hadn't been lucky in a drop randomly at some point. You know, I've worked it out, and if you are willing to go and farm for these, the 15 Dwemer ones plus all of the others, you are literally working for cents an hour. Well, my time's worth more than that, so I go to work and I earn enough money. I could have, I bought all of these for about what I make in an hour in the office. So, yes, I felt that that was money well spent. <laughs> oh my god. I already have a job at work. I don't need to come home and farm. I want to do things like get better gear, grind my champion point levels. Do I want to go and farm the Fighters Guild dungeon for hours and hours to get Dwemer motifs? No, I don't. No, I've got things that I would much rather be doing, Zoss. So double thumbs up and thank you for <laughs> letting me skip the great waste of time and resources that is motif farming. I'm pretty sure that's the exact same excuse people use who buy buy in-game gold from those wacky Chinese Which sites. Which pretty much, no, most of the MMOs now let you do it legitimately. In fact, They've this had week, to. <laughs> Blizzard have put in WoW tokens mm -hmm. that will let you trade a month of in-game time for currency. Because they realize, these people who are making MMOs, <laughs> that the people who were playing 10 years ago have lives now we have to go to work we have children we have all of these things and so if i can come home and buy some token on a store that's worth a month's game time for 15 dollars, and then sell it on to a player for a handful of cash and skip the chinese people in prison being forced against their will to play wow then i'm going to do that <laughs> I'm glad actually Rax has bought this because it makes him a perfect person to ask because I know obviously Dave's put at the point of, and a few other people have as well, I know Garbrack was talking about it, like, it's going to, you know, the economy, those who want to farm and mm -hmm. sell these things. The reality is, in my opinion, the kind of people who are going to buy them from the store value their gold too much to waste that on motives that mean nothing. So Rax, you run and bought in the craft store. Why didn't you already have these? Why didn't you go and buy them on the auction house? If they didn't go on the craft because... store, would you have bought them on the, gold, on the auction house? 
No, I have exactly. the opportunity to buy them on the auction house because my gold is more valuably spent on things that make a difference to gameplay. Motifs don't. My thoughts exactly. See, the economy isn't wrecked because the kind of people buying them, especially the fifty-dollar ones, don't want to waste their gold. Their, their gold is too much to go spending on motifs. That's why they've gone and used the crown store. So, those of you who are farming motifs, keep doing it because there's still people who like to get gold and then buy them. Because, like someone like me, I'm too lazy to farm them because I find it very boring. I won't buy them because if I'm going to spend my gold, it's going to be on decent items that actually progress my character, not a little bit of fluff. Or potions. I'm not going to, I'm not going to spend crowns. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to spend it on crowns either because. Again, I'm a cheapskate, and I'm not going to spend real money either. And I don't care enough about the fluff. I'll wait till a costume comes out and then buy that. But, yeah, so the, the very specific people who's being targeted, Rax is the kind of person who's going to buy the motifs. He ain't going to do that on your auction house anyway. So no one's going to be taking out your pool of customers because people who have the crowns to spend value their gold and time too much to have ever done the auction house or farmed it themselves. So it's, it's a whole set of players who just didn't have it before and now can have it. So I think it's time for you to get a divorce. Uh, I think from, so. From Rax. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Rax and I, we were we. He used his crowns. We were married for all two days. It was a nice honeymoon period. But once we got <laughs> back to reality, and I realized he wasn't supporting me in my job, which was farming motifs and buying them anyway. <laughs> ugh, that's a problem. He wants to know. I'm so happy that you farmed for hours and got what you wanted, but I got them too, and it took me half the time. <laughs> I, I, you know what, even being an older gamer, and I will say this, this is my major concern with this, is, like I said, if you don't have goals for yourself in an MMO, whatever the goals may be, whether it be getting gear, um, um, you know, farming this, doing this, doing this, playing the auction house, whatever, the, whatever your goals may be in a game, if you don't have goals, you get burnout pretty quick. Removing options... I can't spe- you know how many years I played World of Warcraft and the majority of my gameplay I did do a lot of raiding but for um, other than the two days or three days it was that I was raiding the rest of the time I was out doing achievements and getting mount farming because mounts were still a thing in the game um, that you could farm that was a goal that I had that I went and I did every week I farmed every week the the raid bosses I sold all those that could drop mounts etc etc it's when you start crossing over this. To me, it was something to do. I wanted to get those achievements and uh, <laughs> something that um, uh, Stelling pointed out, selling dyes as well. You don't want to beat off Aryan Archive and get your Julianus White die, which I don't know why you wouldn't. It's not a hard raid anyway. But if you don't want to do it, throw down crown stores. There you go. You removed all incentive to go out and do it. You know, to get those rewards, then that person who has those awesome dies. You know, do I do I complain about the people who can sit around all day and play games all day? I do have a job. I do. Do I do I complain that oh I can't PvP twenty four hours a day, seven days a week like some people? I'll never get Emperor. I want it in the Crown Store. Why not? It's a convenience. I want to wear the Crown thing. Uh, you know, have the have the Emperor costume, that kind of stuff like that. But. I realize that's something that I, you know, I have a job, but it doesn't bother me to have to work for the things I want. And throwing down money in order to get things that you can get in game, you know, like this, that are a commodity that are, you know, people can sell, people can farm. It's a part of gameplay that, I mean, almost for months, all I did was farm motifs. And while Esteldian would have done that because he found it boring, I didn't. I haven't done it since this update came out because I find it worthless now. Okay. The 
but uh, earlier you said that you don't like entitled players. That mm-hmm. is exactly what you are using. You are entitled and saying that other people should play the way that you think they should be playing ESO. No, they yeah. should just they play, should play ESO. They shouldn't play with their wall. No, no. You're what? saying they should play it the way you want. They've not taken away options. They've provided options. Yeah. They've added things. They've taken nothing away. They've added a new source of income for the game to make it better. And for people like me who weren't going to go and spend I'm hours and hours farming. One dwindle. other thing, though. The idea of making the game better since uh how long has it been since we had a real meaningful update i mean we've had the crown store updated six times oh yeah but we, we've known we there was gonna about be nothing this for earlier. Ages. <laughs> there's gonna be nothing between now and the console release oh but i bet you there'll keep... be another eight crown store updates the, absolutely the, the last got thing to that, be. that i want to mention here because he's saying forcing people to, to play the game you want to play uh-huh I, I I have to like seriously disagree with that because it is a game about exploring and, and searching and, and things like that. For you, you won't, but, but for everybody, that's what this game should be about because that's how the game is designed. That should, is that that should is be. Again, the game. Because when you because when you walk <laughs> into a room and you can open up every desk and drawer and chest and bag, you should, you should go around the room and go, "Hey, I can open all these." Let's yeah, but you you use, you're buying the Elder Scrolls online, I, not purchasing from yeah, Crown Store online. If that's your argument, though, then surely all of them should be bound. So you shouldn't be allowed to sell them on the auction house. I think they are you're bound. You're essentially letting someone buy on the auction house. And therefore, they're not exploring and checking out all those drawers to get them themselves. They're just bypassing all that by just buying it off you because they can't be bothered. And that's not right. No more so than buying from the Crown Store. Ultimately, same thing. But that's so much different because it's all kept in the game. Like it's that's that's again part of the game. It's interacting with the player base, interacting with the auction house, trying selling your wares by going to die. Be like, hey, hey, I have this to sell. If you want to buy, and some guy going, hey, hey, I need that. Let me buy that from you. The only one that that could possibly be on the crown store would be Dwemer because you do have to farm for hours to find them unless you're. It your doesn't egg. actually take you. I farmed it so many times. No, unless you're nah. egg. But all I the rest BS. of them, all the rest of them, I got so quickly because you open a bag or a drawer or a desk that, and they're right there. But that's why I love it, being in the crown store. They're making money out of stuff that's so easy to get anyway. It's like, well, great. If people can't bother to go get them, then send them and make some money out of them because they don't do anything. You, you really want the burn egg? You know, the best part is that when I use those motifs, I got the achievements as well. I know. I hate that. <laughs> why not? Does that really, really twist the dagger in there? A little bit. Why not? I'm, I'm going to buy my Ethereum Archive run next. Yeah, 1500 crowns clear of all theory even not. better if there's a crown exclusive achievement how much would that <laughs> you bought the crown motifs congratulations here's your crowns in the crown store oh and then i get a crown to wear in game that would be the best <laughs> and a monocle <laughs> it, it, what is he mr peanut no it's like that one game what game was it that they sold it they sold a monocle in game and it was like ten thousand real life dollars or something dumb like that that's what you'll get, a monocle. That's like the loyalty rewards in Rift. You spend so much money, you get like the different tiers. <laughs> like the black tier is like 100,000 uh, loyalty points from like spending money. It's some really insane number. I don't see why anyone would spend that much money on a game. I miss well, But then again, I can't talk. I've spent thousands of dollars. Yeah, yeah, story. no, you didn't, you know. Well, the, well, some people have got the money, like 
thousands of dollars on story because I played Maple Ra- for 11 whale. years. Like, I, I am. So I, I am one of the highest tier subscribers for a, a, a Kickstarter that's coming out called Star Citizen. I spent 15,000 US dollars backing that game. Oh my gosh. And you won't buy my house? You are terrible. I, it's on the wrong side of the planet for me, mate. I, I, <laughs> I work at a bank on the west coast of Australia. It's a bit, it's a bit far to where you are in it's middle America. In. It's okay. You got it. <laughs> Well, maybe if you if you if you put your patronage really high on Dungeon Crawler Network, maybe you can make ads buy something from the Crown Store. <laughs> well, we are we were discussing having like a real life marriage option because apparently we're married in game now, and he's you know that that's one of the things. You're, you're a Patreon subscriber. One of the tiers is going to be I'll make a character and I'll pledge Amara you. <laughs> but you have to provide the scroll. You have to provide your own scroll exactly. That item I'm okay with. I, I like that item, that option. Where is it? What were you looking for? The, Your, the Pledge of Mara should have been in there. The Pledge of Mara, time. no, I agree with that. Oh, okay, yeah, those those kind of fun things. That's, well, yeah, because if you and I made more characters, mm-hmm. we would want to get married, obviously. Well, let's get your first one to VR14 or, first. <laughs> shut up. Or if you... <laughs> want to marry like your friends that you're playing yeah. with like that to me is a, it's a great idea it's a yeah. utility it's an awesome idea like why not i think they should have they should have made it more expensive but mm. you just well, wait you... till we get those xp potions once they've got it worked uh, out where they're going to drop the craftable uh, items in game uh, uh would you have a problem with it if it can be crafted as well though no it looks like that's no. where they're aiming for yeah, no, I I won't think I'd have as much of an issue if there was a crafted version as well. Um, that way you... The whole idea of crown stores in general, <laughs> other than, like, this motif thing, um, mostly was vanity items. Problem is, with the crafting motifs, that's... I guess you could argue vanity, but it's also part of crafting, which isn't something that's yes, vanity. But it is literally vanity. All yeah. it is, and it's not giving you like, okay, I've got all I got all the Dwemer patterns now. I still have to go and get a bajillion Dwemer frames, which cost thousands each to get to be able to make anything useful out and, of them. Until they offer you a Dwemer frame pack. But if he had actually farmed for the Dwemer motif, he probably would have had plenty had of frames. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But instead, <laughs> I've enjoyed playing the game the way I want to play it, not the way that. Some uh, someone else dictates to me I should want to play my game. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know. Elder Scrolls Online has dictated the way you should play for months. It was called the Elder Staves Online, where nothing else was that good. So <laughs> and they're not they're not above telling you. Wait, 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 wait. You don't want to use that argument because if that's how it was, you went against playing the game the way oh, it's supposed to be and played a Templar. Oh, so I know. You kind of just fed his argument. I here. know, but I didn't buy anything and off the ground. A Nord so. Templar. The Nord isn't really bested slot. For any class, <laughs> what Argonian hate? is? No, Argonian terrible. <laughs> no, they're just terrible. All right, all right. We've kind of went around. We've had heated so, debates. Zos, I'm just putting it out there. Where the hell are our character recustomizations? I know they're coming, but they, you were going to make money hand over fist as soon as they're out. Yeah, you no, were going to make, so make on those XP money. potions there. It depends if they're craftable as well. Um, yeah, then... but you know what they do, don't they? We quite well. I can see the, that you can craft them, but the ingredients are so rare. But on the crown store, you can buy the ingredients. <laughs> 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 hey, 
I would buy the Dwemer frames if they put them on the Crown Store. Are you listening oh to me, Sauce? <laughs> Give me my frames. Give me my frames, Sauce. Well, we now know who your biggest Crown Store customer is. Throw some on the Crown Store. Rax will buy it. <laughs> keep on buying, my friend. That stops them from needing to put on gear. I like it. Just keep feeding the money. Buy some more motives just for the hell of it. Just keep buying them and stock them up for something. Whatever. Decorate your well, house that, when it comes to them. That's the other thing, though, is that those motifs are character. They're not account. They're per character. So... You know, you've got to pay a lot if you want to have it on more than one. Hmm. I only have one. Unlike. So. Right. That's because you haven't got them to V14 yet and the game's been out a year. No, that's because I don't believe in alts. I do everything on one character. I am. I would do everything on one character. Hey, Zoss, you want me to buy something on the crown store? Give me a pack of 100 skill points so I can do everything on one character. I'll throw <gasps> money at it. But I can, Oh my goodness, yes. I can complete everything on one character because I know how to prioritize. Well, then you're not doing everything. Throw in a sword but, and shield and heavy armor. Tank for me. Well, if, what what to... are you prioritizing? It's obviously not leveling up. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Or farming motives. <laughs> yeah, I had to do all that for her. No, no, I got I, all... All the uh, Dwemer... No, that's not... Wait, hold on. Uh, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Can I, can I defend myself for one second? All right, go ahead. All right, all right. I did find myself one Dwemer... Mo- two. Two Dwemer motifs. I used one and Ag needed the other because I already had it because Ag already gave it to me. All the other motifs, I I, I almost got myself. No, you didn't. I gave them. them all to half you. Half of them. No, no, not the Dwemer ones. The other ones. Oh. The other one. No, no, no. There were there were lots of people within our community who sent you motifs. I specifically remember who who did what? Who farmed? Who farmed the motifs? Yeah. To give to people who were less fortunate. (sighs) But I know how I want to play character. I don't need to level up every single skill line that I I never. But you're never gonna. I'm good. I would if I had them there. Like you have the, all these Zos, we need like a potion of Thais leveling, which just boosts to V14. I'm pretty on. sure a potion of Thais leveling removes all experience. Like you don't get any because that's how she levels. <laughs> it's kind of like that option in Kingdom Hearts that I was saying. Why in the world is there a, a perk that says it, no experience, like removes all experience? Who would do that? Well, Thais obviously has that checked in her game. Oh, I do need an experience <laughs> valve for like increased experience by like 100%. Because that would just be great. It really was. Sounds like but you it's need not those my experience fault, though, Because he he outleveled me because he's kind of a jerk. I told him, if you want to farm, that's fine. But do it on both of our tunes. So I'm right there behind you in levels. And he, I went, al- and he went, okay, and never touched my tune. That's because I every time I asked to log in, the password wouldn't work. And then I'd be like, hey, when I finally did get on, I'm like, hey, I need that code. And you're like, well, it's in my email. I'm not getting it now. That's such a lie. You, no, you, no. you. And by the way, I only farmed two. Set, I'm, you know what? I'm free at this point. <laughs> All I know is I only gained like two veteran levels because I was like VR nine when we started. I only got two veteran levels or something like that from farming. It was Craglorn that got me the rest in like two days with Rack. So that's besides well, the point. So you know what would have solved that problem, right? Yeah, no, slash no. follow. Why does the game have a slash follow? You could have logged around, had a slash follow, you've walked around and done what you need to do, and she'd have been near enough to get experience. Nope. Job done. Nope, she wouldn't let me log on to her account. I, he knows the password. He can log in whenever he wanted. Nope, but the problem was, he wanted to do it from, from like all these different kinds of computers. Or his computer, he could have just done it from mine. No, I don't want to go on your computer. Your computer's not set up like mine is. 
No, it's not. All right, now we're getting off topic again, but we're going to go ahead and end this discussion topic. I'm actually really curious what all of our listeners think, so please leave us a comment and let us know what your thoughts are on the Crown Store. You never mentioned the skill reset. Nah, well, they're worthless. They're good. I think they could be really good in a like if you're about to go in a trial or you. You know what the funny part probably is? You probably have to use them at the shrine. Like you get the scroll, but you still have to go to the shrine and use it. I'm unwilling to buy one to test that out. (laughs) Listeners, if any of you have tried one, let us know. (laughs) I would laugh if that's what you had to do. (laughs) I'm glad they put. I have no problem being on the crown store. The downside is now that they're there. You're definitely not going to be able to buy skill points because if they sold you skill points and you had them more, you'd never need a respec scroll. So it'd be counterproductive for them to sell both. Unless the respec scroll costs like a lot. I mean, the 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 points cost a lot. Skill like points. you know, hundred dollars yeah. for a hundred skill points. Take my money, sauce. No, I know. Dead get it. I would do it in heartbeat. Yeah. I'd make racks buy it for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, when I divorce him, I'll take that as uh, as as alimony. You just buy me skill points. <laughs> All right, we're gonna move into the tales of Tamara. Well, what we did this week in game. So, uh, sorry, hold on, I'm gonna jump in there. Uh, you know the ESO news. You are aware of the changes coming to the vigor skill in the alliance tree, where they're lowering it in the uh, alliance. Yeah, range? That's, that's pretty Which big news. Which is the biggest skill? Let me have a look. Uh, that's I, the one that heals. Oh. There's been a lot of contention about it. Renew your forces resolve, healing yourself in nearby for... Hmm. That looks like a pretty strong heal. It is. It's all right. It's, it's not great, but it was a big deal because you need to be rank 24 to get it, and now it's going to become rank 10, but, well, rank 5 in the assault, which would be all support, and it'll be rank 10 overall, so it'll be really it, quick and easy to get. It, is it going to replace any of my Templar heals? Oh, no. 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 I've got it. I looked at it and thought, ooh, I feel my healing tank. Away, right? It heals yes. from stamina, doesn't it? It does, but it's. I mean, I was thinking, oh, it's like 5,000 over 5 seconds. I'm like, it's nice, but. Hmm. You know, I wouldn't really use it very often. In PvP, I would obviously, but otherwise, it's not that important, so I don't know why people make such a big deal about it. I guess it's the Nightblade, so they really want it. Yeah. But that was a big change. And also, Nern Home, they're going to nerf, so. Or well, fix. are fixed, right? How? They're not what? nerfed. The weapon? Or the. No. The armor? armor. The armor. Is it too much? Yeah, if you put it on one piece, it increases your whole spells just by 22%, not the armor piece. So, it's oh, crazy well then nice. that's, a, that's just a fix. That's a yeah, fix, it then. is. Um, but but then, of course, it might mean magic builds become even more dangerous in PvP because no one's got high resistance anymore because everyone's abusing the Nurnhorn bug at the moment. But once they fix that, you have Crystal Shrags doing even more than 20,000 damage. Hmm. I need my Jesus Beam to hit harder. nice I did hear of that change do you know when that's coming out Uh, the good news is they've said the next major patch so not till after console release so enjoy (laughs) your learn home 8 months away don't worry about it guys abuse away abuse away for at least the next 8 months you'll be fine alright now we can get into tales I think Estellian good sir what have you done all this week Oh, I see. I sit your Vash again. I still really need to work on that. That, that one, the Daedrus boss, still gives us problems in there. I don't know if any of you have done the City of Ash veteran. Mm-hmm. I have. Yeah, yeah, the one with all the ads and the banging on the floor and stuff. Oh yeah. That, 
yeah, he's our he's our weak link. We we take far too long to get past him. He's the only hiccup we've got in the dungeon. Everywhere else is fine. Um, but we're trying to get the helms for a few people in the guild, so we're trying to run through there. He always turns it into a much longer run than it should be. But the great news was I did use my healing tank in there. So <laughs> that was my next ambition was to try and heal two veterans to Evash. And it succeeded. Admittedly, I did have one of our tempers had a um, DPS had a breath of life as an emergency, which he had to use a couple of times because I kind of fluffed up. But I'm confident that if I didn't make the mistakes I made, I could indeed heal Veteran City of Ash whilst tanking. So that also makes that boss a lot easier. We've got three DPS smacking him down rather than two and having a healer there. Um, but it is a lot of work. But uh, that was a lot of fun. Um, been doing PvP, and as Rex mentioned before the show started, yes, I have noticed a lot more batting rams turning up again to go through the front door of sieges. Oh, bless those inexperienced players. Um, but, yep, lots of easy AP there with a bit of burning oil. The big news, of course, is Friday, my guild did Hellra again, and we finished it. It's in fact in the night, so that was good Yay. news. I went a lot Yay. better than last time. Yeah, after last week's rather demoralizing one where somehow it went with the first time in there. This time we ran through pretty smoothly. So I think we might even be on the leaderboard, believe it or not. It might be because no one's doing it anymore. <laughs> but yeah, so we ran through this. That was, that was a great success for us. So we'll be uh, carrying on with Hellra to get that more perfected and then also probably start doing AA. We've now upped our rating twice a week, Wednesdays and Fridays. So hopefully we'll get them both done. Do you not do uh, AA? We've, we ran AA um, on one of our first weeks and we got to the end boss and stuff. But we, when we went to Hellra, we decided just, we, we'd focus on one to get that done and then we'd go back to AA. So now that we've done Hellra, we'll probably Wednesday's raid will be in AA to get that one finished as well. Okay. So, cool. Because Hellra's easier, so it was a good one to start people on. Nice. Okay. All right. Um, Rax, good sir. What have you done all this? Well, play, playing with you, good sir. <laughs> I know. We, we had an epic session where we got through the tail end of Deshaun, all of Shadowfen, and got up to Eastmarch all in one sitting. Mm-hmm. Yes, we did. Um, Some good fun. It was. Uh, we, we were way over-leveled, though, for Shadowfen, so we decided we're just going to do the main story and got all the way through that. It didn't take near as long. It went really, really quickly. Um, yeah, that was fun, though. That was definitely fun. Um, did, you know, uh, I'd say you're working on your Templar, Templar, too, Templar right? Well. Yeah. yeah, just hit that one on him now because uh, he needs to be your healer, so I'm trying <laughs> to get him up. I'm actually in the Village of the Lost at the moment trying to clear it, and there are all these floating islands, and I'm quite lost right now. I'm trying to find how to get to like two of the bosses. And I've been here for about three hours now. So <laughs> I'm having fun. I'm having fun. But uh, the Templars awesome. I've got all the abilities now finally unlocked. Uh, so having a a good old time. Got to get my light rank up though because I need barrier if I'm going to be the group healer. So I need to spend some time in Cyrodiil over the next couple of weeks. Right. Okay. Um. Face, you and I, we had a little bit of fun this week as well, didn't we? Yes, we did. What what all did we... Do you remember what all we were working on? Well, I know I'm really bad with any zone that's not Daggerfall. 
Bankurai? Yeah, we're in Bankurai, yeah. Well, no, didn't we finish Bankurai? We finished the city of Bankurai. Okay, okay. Which, or Evermore. Evermore, yeah. which I like that city, by the way. It's a very nice city. Yeah. It took us a long time to, to complete that, that gravestone quest because we kept getting confused <laughs> with all of the different like options or reading the clues, and it was it was just impossible. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, we did that. and We had uh, the talking crows. They were fun. I love the talking crows. Whenever I read any any speech by the talking crow, I can't help but twitch my like head around because that's what they do when they're talking. <laughs> so if you ever look at me, don't don't judge me too harshly. <laughs> we're doing a crow quest. I want a pet crow. Oh, get get a raven. They're smarter. Coming to a crown store near you. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so we, we did that. We've cleared out all the uh, Imperial spies from Evermore, and now we're fighting the Witchmen. Ag's question for, for that was, why do we have to signal the crows and we can just you know kill them ourselves? I'm like, yeah, but then we would be implicated. This way, we're, we're free to murder all kinds of it people. It doesn't matter. The queen supports us. <laughs> she supports us. We could just stab them. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to do that though. I would have. I, mean, I just. I want to. I want someone else to do my dirty work. Like the crows. Yeah, exactly. There goes the. While they like talk and twitch. And twitch in the weird yeah. way. All right. Okay. Um. Yeah. So that was fun. We did that. Um. The, the only one other thing I want to mention is the the quest we did do with the with the queen. We didn't choose. We had the queen make the decision for us. And I was pleasantly surprised with her decision because she was ruthless. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, she just up and stabbed him. It was great. Um, yeah, but I guess most of the week I spent in Cyrodiil. Not actually PvPing. I actually farm in Cyrodiil. Uh, so I've been doing a lot of that. And I played with Rax most of this weekend. And like I said, we went through all of... all. Of, I got my... Dunmary Sorcerer to what is it, 29 now, I think, or something close to that? Yeah, about that. Yeah. Uh, so that officially makes it my second highest character. One VR 14 and a 29. That's it. So, well on my way to another veteran rank, which have... will probably still beat VR 14 before Thais does. Oh, that's that's, that's not going to happen. Nope. Really? Really. Yep. <laughs> you think oh, so? the bet is on. <laughs> we got to make this happen. Now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Time for us to grind. <laughs> I don't know. Another ant farming motifs. You could find it gets there very quickly. <laughs> oh if you have a second one before I reach my first one, I, I'm going to have to beat you with all kinds of random objects. <laughs> it's not like we lollygag. I let him open every damn chest that he we He does. Buy. He does. He lets, he lets me open all the chests because I never get to with you. <laughs> yeah, but you play by yourself so much leveling without me that you've opened tons hey, of chests. I can't level anymore. I've reached the cap. <laughs> now I just play an open chest for the fun of it. Uh-huh. Except for champions. Well, while you like laugh at me. Ah, it's a chest. <laughs> it's a chest. I delete everything that goes in and I don't really I just want to open chess yeah uh, so that was our playtime this week um, I was trying to think there was something else I wanted to mention too and I cannot remember for the life of me what it was and it was something really cool and now I can't remember <sighs> that's a shame alright time for a dramatic reading with Thais continuing her next series of books The Tribes of Merkmire Root House People so whenever you're ready, face. We had another close call today, 
Despite strenuous protests from our native guide, the expedition elected to cross the Kielsaka River by bridge. One of our guides, a bright-skilled Argonian named Relis, urged us to ford the river further downstream and avoid the bridge. For the record, I argued in favor of this plan, as Relis has never steered us wrong. But there are many scholars in our group who are unaccustomed to hard work and hostile environments. We very nearly paid for their comfort with our lives. It turns out that the bridge is owned by a tribe called the Tong Talil, or the Root House People, in the common tongue. They are belligerent and warlike people, quick to anger and known throughout the swamp for their brutal and subjugating ways. They make a practice of attacking peaceful villages and killing or driving off the inhabitants. Then they settle into the now vacant huts and exhaust all of the village's resources. Other sacs leal often compare them to burglar crabs, creatures that eat snails and smaller crabs, and afterwards move into the empty shells. Several members of the tribe appeared in front of our caravan. As soon as we crossed onto the bridge, I knew we were in danger as soon as I saw them. The Tum Talil are significantly larger than other Argonians I've encountered, with broad shoulders, narrow eyes, and wide, powerful jaws. They were nothing but loincloths and war paint, and they wielded huge wooden clubs bedecked in feathers and splattered with dried blood. Relis quickly stepped to the front of the caravan and began speaking in urgent croaks and hisses. I have no idea what she was saying, but the Tom Talil seemed to consider her words for a moment. The leader pointed at us and growled something in a low, rumbling voice. Relis seemed disturbed by this and turned to face us. He wants the horses, she said. It was very clear that we had no choice but to acquiesce. We cut the horses free from their tethers, four and all. The root house people took three of the horses and led them off the road and into the swamp. The leader of the brigands led the fourth horse to the middle of the bridge, stepped back a few paces, and then brought down his club on the animal's skull with a sickening thud. The poor beast's head was pulped. I've never seen anything so ghastly. One of my compatriots retched over the side of the cart. Realist wasted no time gathering the strongest of our party to push the carts to the end of the bridge. Luckily, the next village is only a half a day's push away. I think everyone will heed Realist from now on. So what about Argonians being lovey and what? That's a particular sect that I don't associate with. Oh, really? Yes. I am from the hippie tribe of love and flowers. The hippie tribe. Didn't we already talk about those? It was, and they weren't even the hippie flower. They were the ones that um, give up. What are they? The ghost people who give up the uh, ones to Sithis because they force oh, that, all their. That was all the shadow scale people. Yeah. Yeah, because they force all their females to sink in cycles, so they all breed under the sign of the shadow. Uh-huh. No, 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 no. I'm like, I am like really seriously from like the, the hippie Argonian tribe of. Was it? I think it was the Bright Throats or something like that. I, I can't. No one of them idea. was a hippie I'm tribe. I'm making this up. I don't know. No, but there was one that was. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think I'd like to be a male saxalil in that camp when everyone's all in sync. <laughs> <laughs> I said the exact same thing. Ooh, scary, scary Yeah, yeah, times. but the Argonians are so mellow that I don't think that they would all, you know, turn into teeth and claw. No, they probably would, but they'd all do it in that monotone voice, too. Oh. Yeah. 
So, all right. We're going to move on to the next section, which is the guild corner. That's right. Um, Estelle being good, sir. Uh, yeah, Crucial Sanctorum is still happy to accept new members on the European server for Daggerfall faction players. Uh, daily vet ranks. Uh, we've now upped our game, as I mentioned earlier, to two times a week for trials. And we also have once a week doing PvP. So, uh, yeah, if anyone's interested, we're not a hardcore guild looking to do speedruns or anything. So, if you're a slightly more casual style of raiding, um, you can come check us out. Uh, you can either talk to me at Esteldian in-game, or you can go to our website, which you can find via the Dungeon Crawler Network website in the Contact Us page. Uh, so come check us out and apply. Excellent. And I remember what it was I wanted to mention during the Tales section. I I beat Authorian Archive this week. Hey, very nice. <laughs> hey. Uh, I ran that with um, the Dreadlords. And uh, they got the clear on that. That went really well. Um, I only died once, and it was to the axes. In, on the oh, those axes are a pain. It, it was right about the point where we all had to get together and um, uh, AoE are down, and unfortunately one of the axes got free of one of the tanks, and I tried to block, and I was sitting there holding block, but it, it wasn't long till it ate through my stamina and just murdered me. Yeah, they had. Um, but yeah, otherwise, got that clear. That was, that was what I was... Tall bats. I didn't oh, in the crown store. One thing I forgot to mention: I have changed, much to my shame, to test out Magicka based Templar. <gasps> so Yay! I have, after after all this time, I finally just left my stamina build behind. Um, it's not because of any sort of anti two handed, because I'm lulled to that to the end. But obviously, with my tank healing build and even my main tank is Magicka focused, well, doing the healing as well as the tanking. Obviously, all my champ points are based on my stamina DPS guy and tanking, so it did, I was making it harder for myself for the concept of the build. So I've now changed over so the champ points work, and as a consequence, I'm now testing out Magicka builds. To be fair, my Magicka builds are still melee-based, so they're using dual wield and running in there, just still magic attacks. Um, obviously, dual wield gives you more spell power, so I run in there and puncturing sweeps them. So not all that different Japan style, <laughs> but it's magic-based. Nice. Awesome, awesome indeed. All right, uh, following up, uh, Wings of Fate still recruiting, but probably not for too much longer. We are at 200, or not 200, 458 members, I think, when I last looked. 459. 459, <laughs> there we go. Uh, so we are filling up very rapidly. If anyone is indeed interested in joining our trading guild, um, you can whisper me in game or send me a message at Agelos, A-G-G-E-L-O-S. Um, we won our guild uh, trader in Sentinel. I think we're four weeks running now. Um, yep. So that's been going really, really well for us. Uh, special thanks to all the people who donated in our raffle because that is what allows us to keep this going. And speaking of raffles, we do have another giveaway. We had 81 entries this week. So, um, yep, we're raised 81,000 uh, gold, which is awesome. So we're going to pick a winner. Uh, pull up the old random.org here and generate these so you can see this. The winner is 20. 20. And 20 is, da, 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 da. all right, Latex Solar Beef. 
Congratulations, sir. <laughs> I will send you the gold as soon as I get in game. So congratulations, man. I appreciate you uh, donating to the to the raffle and uh, helping us keep our guild trader. All right. That. Oh, now we got to move on to the next section. Emails. We had one iTunes review. And it's Yay. awesome. Let's see. This is from Ferment there. I didn't think I was going to say it on the, on the show, but it's Eargasmic. Five stars. Hey, guys. Been listening to the podcast pretty much since its inception. Love it. Thank you so much for keeping the community so well-informed. I think you, Ajelos Thais, and all your co-hosts are doing an amazing job. Keep up the good work. Sometimes I miss the ovarian menstruations <laughs> that you and Deltia used to have. Any plans to bring him back on the show as a special guest? I have one suggestion for the add-on corner of the show. I, for one, love hearing about new add-ons. However, sometimes don't catch the names of the add-ons when they are initially introduced. Then after the initial introduction, I've noticed that the name of the add-on is not mentioned again throughout the corner. I know that I could click the rewind button and go back and listen for the name, but I'm often on my bike or in my car when I'm listening and it just isn't possible. Then, by the time I reach my destination, I'm on to the next shiny thing that pops up in front of me and don't get around to it. It's not a big deal, but how about giving a recap of the add-on name at the end of the add-on corner? So something like, all right, that was XYZ and ZYX add-ons. If you are interested, you can pick them, up, pick them up on the ESO UI or wherever else you get your add-ons. My two cents. Best wishes, Mana69. Thank you so much for your uh, review, man. Uh, he does follow us on Twitter. I interact with him quite a bit. Um, so thank you so much for listening. And of course, we will go over and, uh, you know, make sure we add that in so people know what add-ons we are talking about. Um, as for Deltia, I don't see why not. At some point, if we have a reason to bring him back on the show and he wants to come on the show for a special something or another, um, maybe that may happen. We don't know. Um, but yeah, that's that's where that is. I know he now does like a short little 15 minute kind of video cast um, that's on his YouTube channel. Um, so I know he's focusing on that and streaming mostly. So um, I don't know if he, ha if he has a desire to come back on. Absolutely. We'll have him on as a special guest. Um, maybe when he wins emperor, he'll come on and do an emperor interview. Uh, we'll have to talk to him. All right. Final thoughts time, guys. Base. Guess what? You get to go first. Yes. I think that was my favorite Loremasters archives to date. Oh, yeah. I really do. That was that was amazing. Rag, she did a great job. <laughs> Next time you get the long questions. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the first time you're on the show. We felt like we just should just throw you in and make you do half of it. Yeah, definitely. And, 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 you know, you did really well. There was a word I didn't know and you helped me out. There was a word you didn't know and I helped you out. I will never, ever forget that. Amazing. Great job. All right. Uh, Steldian, good sir. Yeah, it was a very fun show. Uh, apologies to the indebted gamers if they felt at some point we were kind of stepping on their gamer versus gamer when it comes to the oh. <laughs> talk there. Um, but yeah, it was uh, a lot of fun. Interesting point when we were talking about the system messages and we talked about the National Pet Day nonsense while they were selling their pets. To be fair, April 11th was in fact National Pet Day outside of game. So they were probably just trying to do a tie-in well, with that. Which country? Uh, I have no idea. Holidaysandobservations.com. It has <laughs> 11th of April is National Pet Day. So technically, they obviously found that out and thought they'd use that as a way of getting away with 
advertising their pets. So it was a shameless plug, obviously, but at least they did have a little sneaky bit of background and a sort of justification for doing it. Just thought I'd let throw that out there. <laughs> nice. Rax, good, sir. How did you enjoy your first show? Oh, it was a lot of fun, mate. I had a good time. Uh, happy to come back with, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when you when you got a spot open. And when uh, I'm not mad at you time. <laughs> when, look, 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 everybody can enjoy Tamriel in their own way. As long as everyone's having fun, that's the main thing. Nice. They have to have fun our way. They have to have fun our way or else I'm not having uh, fun. <laughs> You're only having fun if you're flogging your overly priced motifs, which are not going to buy. <laughs> well, all right. We'll just agree to disagree. We'll, we won't get a divorce <laughs> yet, but we'll have to go to, like, tribunal counseling or something. Well, the mother provides. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nice. All right. Uh, final thoughts for the show was a lot of fun. Um the topic, of course, was Harry, but obviously uh, nice to get everyone's opinion. I guess we were kind of almost straight down the uh, straight down the line. And it was actually kind of interesting. If you think about it, I was the fiery against, whereas they used was a little bit the fiery, but not really, you know, she she was against the crown stores things, but not really adamantly like I was. Steldian was four, but not really adamantly, and uh, Rax was fiery uh, for it. So we kind of had an exact match for match for this episode, so that was pretty fun. I, well, I can't be fiery. I don't have a rival on the show anymore. Well, Esteldian <laughs> was your rival in this case. Yeah, but it's Esteldian. I can't. He's British. How, yeah, how am I supposed to rival with just, that? Just think of Nate and be like, he's not as cool as Nate. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Damn you, Nate. You could... Darn you, Nate. <laughs> Taking away my British card. You could try and rival an Aussie, but it's just not going to work. No, because Aussies are just so terrible on their own. That uh, uh, just... uh, uh. The majority of our supporters are <laughs> Australian. <laughs> I mean, I you could lose, do not say like... anything bad. <laughs> you could lose all of your funding very quickly at this point. Yeah. No, what, no. What I meant to say was, I love Australians <laughs> so much, he can't be my rival. That's right. And that Australians are better than Kiwis in every way. I, just, I, can't, I can't agree with that one. <laughs> I'd agree with that. All right. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Have a good night, everybody. You just listened to another episode of Tales of Tamriel, a Dungeon Crawler Network production. If you want to get involved, please be sure to check out our website at www.dungeoncrawlernetwork.com. Please be sure to follow us on our social media and YouTube channels. We can be found on Twitch at twitch.tv slash dungeoncrawlernetwork, on Twitter at dungeoncrawlnet, and at Tales of Tamriel and on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tales of Tamriel podcast. Thank you for listening, and we hope to see you next time.